Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In Milwaukee Sports Talk Radio, there are the issues that we all talk about. And you who have the final say, this is your show. It's Tim and Lavoy. Judgment Day. If you've been arrested for drunk driving or any other criminal offense, call Kim and Lavoy, 262-796-1400. That's 262-796-1400. Or go to KimandLavoy.com. Kim and Lavoy, they're your best defense. Now, the Wendy's Big Show. Wendy's Big Show served up hot and fresh here on the fan, waiting for this Bucks nets game to get done in hey, the bubble. I just text Boone Coach of the Year. Uh, Coach Coach of the Year. Stop it. Stupid. I don't know the other guy, okay? I told you you're going to be co-MVPs, too. Nick Nurse was one vote away. They would have had three coaches of the year. Me and Gary agree with Nick Nurse should have got more votes. But I'm going to draw up a play for Gary's favorite guy, Kyle Corbett, to shoot a corner shot to tie this thing up. Oh, you're not drawing up a play for Giannis? How about for Middleton? How about Brick no, Lopez? They ain't in the game. They right, the yeah. Game. Haven't been in they the got, game the whole second half. Lopez they, didn't play at all. They got their scrubs. You got your scrubs. Let the scrubs play, cuz. That's Come going on, to be the topic of the post game show. I'm just telling you right now. People are livid on social media about why? them not playing these guys. Why? What do you mean, why? What, because they want to win. Improve? They want to win the game. Bucks fans want to win the game. They are going to win the game. They, they win easy. the game. They clinch uh, the one seed officially. Uh, if they're not that they Thursday. Do that. Of course they've they got time do. to do that. they got plenty of time to do that. Shoot that thing. The beat them with the chance, though. Oh, they didn't get oh, a shot off. They didn't even get a shot off. He fumbled the ball away. Knocked out of his hands. Over. over. Good thing he was I in think, there in crunch I think, time. I think the Nets knew Culver was trying to get it, too. Because two people ran towards him. They yeah. won't let him shoot. Yeah, I have no idea. All right, uh, time for the postgame show. Here we go. The Bucks game is over. 
It's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just like the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes after him. And it just it's really positive to see that be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, time now for the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Bucks come up on the losing end. Uh, of this game to the. Music, y'all. I like that music. What? I like what? that. You don't. You, you don't like. I like yeah, that. Hey, I like that. I like that. You don't like that. You don't. I like it. Where y'all get that from, man? Uh, hey, man. Baby Towns well, found all of this when he took over the post game show and put all this music in. I want to hear we're going bonkers. That's what I want to hear. Oh, God. Oh, we going bonkers, all right. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. <laughs> we going bonkers. They're going to yeah, be going bonkers bonker. in a minute. The Nets yeah, over the Bucks, 119 to 116 is the final uh, today. And uh, we'll go inside the box score. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. On the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. And see what your favorite players did in today's game. Presented by Autos Wine and Spirits. Locally owned, offering the widest selection of beer, wine, and liquor with everyday low prices at their seven Milwaukee locations. AutosWineAndSpirits.com. All right, 119-116, Nets over the box as we go inside the box score. Feel free to jump on. Let's talk about this Bucks game. I'm sure many of you are fuming mad that Giannis and Middleton didn't play in the second half. Fuming mad that Brooke Lopez was inactive and is healthy. So let's hear it. I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of that. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Giannis uh, this afternoon, 16 minutes played, 7 of 8 from the floor, 2 of 3 from 3, 0 of 3 from the line, 16 points, 6 boards, 4 assists, and 3 turnovers. Chris Middleton, 16 minutes, 3 of 8 from the floor, 2 of 7 from 3-point range, 8 points, 4 boards, 2 assists, and two turnovers. Robin Lopez. Yes, Robin Lopez started. 20 minutes, one of four from the field, zero of two from three, two points, two boards, one assist, two block shots, and four turnovers, and he fouled out of the game. George Hill, 20 minutes, three of four from the floor, one of two from three-point range, seven points, two boards, two assists, a steal uh, for George Hill. Eric Bledsoe, 18 minutes, one of five from the floor, one of three from three-point range, five of six from the free-throw line, eight points uh, to go along with four assists, two rebounds, and two turnovers. The bench, Ursan Ilyasova, 23 minutes, four of six from the floor, two of three from three-point range, one of two from the line, 11 points, 10 boards, two assists, a block for Ursan Ilyasova. 23 minutes for Marvin Williams, Two of three from the floor, one of two from three-point range, one of one from the line, six points, six boards, and assists, two blocks, two turnovers for Marvin Williams. DJ Wilson, 14 minutes, three of 11 from the floor, one of six from three-point range, one of three from the free-throw line, 
eight points, six rebounds, and one turnover. Frank Mason, the third Leroy Butler. He's the third. 18 minutes, four of eight from the floor, zero of three from three-point range, three of four from the free-throw line, 11 points, four assists, two boards, and three turnovers. Kyle Korver, 17 minutes, four of six from the field, three of five from three-point range, two of two from the line, 13 points, and a couple of rebounds. Pat Connaughton, 18 minutes, three of six from the floor, two of five from three-point range, eight points, five boards, two assists, a steal, and one turnover. Sterling Brown, 14 minutes, two of eight from the floor, one of six from three-point range, two of two from the line, seven points, three rebounds for Sterling Brown. Dante DiVincenzo, 24 minutes, five of 10 from the floor, one of four from three-point range, 11 points, six assists, four rebounds, one steal for DiVincenzo. Bucks shoot 48.3% to the Nets, 41.7%. Three-point shooting, 17 of 51, good for 33.3%. The Nets, 21 of 57 for 36.5%. Free throws, 15 of 23 for the Bucks for 65%. 12 of 16 for the Nets at 75%. Rebounds, Bucks hammer them there, 54 to 42. Turnovers on the night, 18 for the Bucks, 7 for the Brooklyn Nets. Both teams with five blocks. Uh, on this afternoon's game, 119-116, Nets over the Bucks, and the Bucks will have to wait yet another day in order to clinch the one seed. Magic number sits at one. Your thoughts on the game, 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM. The fan, Gary, your thoughts from what you saw today. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, mainly it was about the younger guys, and they just want to see those guys get some run. I thought it was good. Uh, they lost the game. 119 to 116 to the Nets. The Nets uh, play, you know, most of all their young guys. Uh, I, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, they're going to be first. I mean, they're going to get that. It's not a big deal. Let's let some of these young guys get it. I mean, I remember you, we were talking, we had this topic about do these guys really need to be playing right now? How many men's would you play them? Well, I think, I think both, I think Giannis, the first two games, I think he played over 30 minutes. So I, I thought it, he was due to get a break. It was a good game to give him a break. It's a good game to see a lot of these other guys come play. I really don't have a problem with it, Steve. You, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta keep focus on what's what's the prize here, and that is to win a championship. This game don't have any bearing whether you win or lose a championship. It may have bearing if you win, because I saw Kyle Corver, and that's a Kyle Corver I need to see. A little bit more active, knock down a couple threes. That's the guy I want to see play a little bit more. I think he can help him win. You know something when you talk about uh, Kyle Korver and how he factors into this whole thing? I think he will be pivotal for this team when they get to the postseason, Leroy. As you know, shooters mm-hmm. are key in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, you are what you are. I mean, either you're going to either defend the three, which sometimes the Bucks do a terrible job of doing it. You're going to take a lot of threes. When you play a team like Houston, that's a big deal. But when you play Brooklyn, a team that don't have Kyrie, don't have one of the best shooters of all time, KD, and got a bunch of guys. I don't know if people know who those guys are. I mean, Bud played 13 guys. I mean, that's that's a lot of guys. But you got to figure out your rotation at that point. I didn't freak out when they lost to Houston. I ain't going to freak out now. And, no, I think it's fitting that you get the number one seed and beat a team like Miami. That'll be different. But you also play 30 minutes. You'll get 30 points, 13 rebounds, nine assists. They'll clinch. We won't even talk about these games. Because we talked about this as Eric Name. Name. 
I mean, if they win all these games, is it a big deal? He said, no. If they lose them all, is it a big deal? No. I mean, if they split, I mean, so it's really get your legs underneath you and continue that upward swing of being the best team in the NBA. Now, Bucks fans are going to overreact. I think it's comical at times. But I'm not looking for Giannis to score another 35 points on a bad team because that's what happened. He maybe to score 40 on a bad team. No, get some rest. I'll tell you what, he didn't have a lot of rest because he was coaching harder than Bud, okay? Because he loved his teammates. So these guys need to understand when you're playing in a pandemic, anything can happen. So if you're Bud, get these guys some experience in these games so I don't see a problem with it at all. All right, your turn to hop on board with Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, myself, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Sidney Moncrief will be joining us momentarily. Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel coming up here this afternoon. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM, the fan. I'm sure there will be frustrated fans this afternoon. Tony on the Northwest side, you're next here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz in Milwaukee North as it meets the Wendy's Big Show. What's up, Tony? How are you guys doing? What's up, Tony? Look, I disagree with a lot you said, Leroy. I have one question. Come on How with it. How many turnovers have the Bucks had in the last three games? What is it? They had 20, 22 and 18. So what that is together? 40? So, yeah, that's a lot of turnovers. You're right. When you they right. played Boston, that was another, what, 15, right? Something like that? Probably. Probably. They can't do this. You can't win like this. 60 turnovers in three games? Yeah, that's it's ugly. Lot. That's a lot. We only had seven with a depleted squad. We had 18. How can you expect to get anywhere with with that? You'll get the number one seed, but you're not going to last in the first round playing like that. Well, I remember too. Oh, come I, on, the, Tony. the Nets are down there. Nets were down their top. Name the turnover, sir. No, Nets were down their top seven players. Uh, obviously, so immediately you're facing like uh, Matt Velasquez had the replacements for the Nets. Thanks for the but, call, Tony. But having, I think it's go ahead. It's, I, I apologize. I think. It's, Who's turning it over is a bigger deal than the turnover. If it's something the backup guys turn it over, that's fine. But Giannis, Giannis had three, three in, six, right. in 16 minutes. He had that's, three. Those are great points that Tony would make because that's what can help you lose games. All right, time for the Bucks legend. Now. It's time to get the perspective of tonight's game from a Hall of Famer. I love the city of Milwaukee, the Bucks organization. A Bucks legend. It's all about the game, and I'm just blessed to be a part of the great game of basketball. Sidney Moncrief joins the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Check out their new and certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz vehicles off of I-43 North at Silver Spring Drive on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Gary Ellerson, the former Packer and Badger running back. The Packer Hall of Famer, Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist. Leroy Butler, inventor of the Lambo Leap here too. As the Bucks lose 119-116 to to the Brooklyn Nets uh, this afternoon. Game in which only Giannis and Chris Milton played 16 minutes apiece. Brooke Lopez wasn't even on the active roster. They decided to give him the day off. Nothing wrong with him. Uh, there was some quad soreness, I believe, with Wesley Matthews. That's why he was uh, inactive and out with injury. Other than that, everybody else uh, was good to go as the Bucks lose 119-116. Sidney Moncrief joins us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Uh, I think some Bucks fans are frustrated, uh, Sidney, because the Bucks decided not to run Giannis uh, and Chris Middleton back out there in the second half of this game and try and win it and sew up the one seed. What are your thoughts on it? 
they're going to get the one seed. That's that's a given. What they have to do now, though, is get some of these other players performing at a higher level. The only way you can do that is to have them play against competition. I think that was the primary goal for Coach Bud, knowing that the number one seed will be the Bucks. Now we have to make sure these players can perform in the playoffs. And I thought it was a good move on his part. Giannis and Middleton, they played enough minutes. They got a pretty good run. My only concern was when I watched the Houston ball game, both players, especially Giannis, did appear to be a little bit fatigued. So conditioning is something we need to look at moving forward. I think the coaching staff feel they'll play enough games and enough minutes before the playoffs to get their legs up under them. When you play a game like this, Sid, what, what what do you get out of it as far as your role players are concerned? Just how well did they perform under pressure? The, the good news is it wasn't a blowout. It wasn't garbage time to where the Bucks were up by 20 and guys were just out there playing or they were down by 20. It was a tough game. It was a close game. You hope those substitute or reserve players show a little bit of confidence and their ability to close out a ball game. Unfortunately, the Bucks did not have enough playmakers on the court at the end, but they hung in there pretty well. I was proud of the way the team played, and I think it's going to prepare them better for the playoffs. Uh, Mr. Marquis, we had a, one of our guys, uh, Tony, called. He made a great point. He said his, his concern is and his frustration is to turn over the last three games. It seemed to be trending to where uh, I think the Nets had seven, you had 18. That's because people go all the way back to last year against Toronto down the stretch. The turnovers can be concerning. They they can be. I think early in the ball game, I, I'm assuming the first half, the Bucks only had five turnovers, if I recall. So they played a fairly clean game. Giannis had most of those. Overall, those a clean ball game. What we have seen with the last two teams, Houston in the New Jersey Nets, even though New Jersey's top seven players didn't play, they're very athletic and they have quick hands. And that gives a lot of teams problems, especially a team like the Bucks that rely a lot on penetration and pit- pitching out for shooters. And I think they will get that back under control. I really do. But they play two very good teams as it relates to deflections and getting, getting their hands on the basketball for steals. To that perspective, talking with Sidney Moncrief, uh, Bucks legend, uh, basketball Hall of Famer here uh, on the fan, do you think that there there is starting to be a blueprint, I guess, drawn up as far as how to defend this Bucks offense? I think it's too early to say that. I, I think most people know how to defend the Bucks offense, number one. NBA, you're so well scouted that I would say – even before this outbreak, teams knew how to defend the Bucks. That's not the issue. The issue is, can the Bucks make plays on offense? And I think Coach Bud wanted some of these reserve players to gain confidence. So now when they mm-hmm. come in the ball game, they can make plays offensively. They can make shots. They have more confidence. Uh, the zone gave them some trouble. But zones will always give you trouble when you don't have your best shooters in the ball game, which the Bucks did not on tonight. Mm-hmm. I think moving forward, most teams, if the Bucks are healthy and all their players are playing at a high level, a zone defense will not stop the Bucks from winning ball games. You know, see what what does what does Bledsoe bring to the table for the Milwaukee Bucks? Of course, he came back today, but what does he bring to the, day, the table as a as a Bucks player? 
I think he brings more athleticism. The, the thing that struck me really, it was vivid today. It was even more vivid yesterday, uh, last ball game was how much faster, how much speed the other teams had over the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Not only trans, transition offense, but transition defense. You add a Bledsoe, and he's somewhat of an equalizer in that category because he can push the ball up the court in transition. He can get back on transition D, and he can hit the most basic shot in basketball extremely well, which is the corner three-point shot. And with Giannis having the ability to get inside, he's going to be in those corners, and he's very good from the corner spot, and he's going to give them that additional three-point shooting from the corners. Sydney, so you, 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 you look at Kyle Korver. For much part of the season, we really haven't heard from him. But but here's a guy that was a known three-point shooter. I mean, I really think he can help the Bucks down the stretch. Are they just slow playing him right now? He's not as effective. You guys are totally right. He has not been as effective in my mind the last two years in shooting the basketball. But what he does is he causes teams to over-rotate to him which should leave other players open, is going to be up to those other three-point shooters to make the shot. But he doesn't – he used to be automatic. He would shoot the basketball or he would leave his hand. I just knew it had a 50% chance of going in. Right. I have not felt that way the last two years, and I think it's because teams are rushing out to him. They're forcing him to get off the three-point line. They're contesting his shots a lot more, and they're putting more body on him. Wearing him down so when he shoots the basketball, he doesn't have the fresh legs that we're used to seeing him have the last three or four years. Are you concerned at all about the Bucks, uh defending of the three-point line? I mean, today Brooklyn got red hot outside, had 10 of their first 15 or something like that, and that was an issue. Most times that doesn't come back and necessarily bite the Milwaukee Bucks at the end of the day. Do you feel comfortable with how they defend the three? Houston shot 61 threes. They shot 34% from the three-point line. If you put up 61 threes, you make 21. I mean, you know, more power to you. That's certainly not setting the world on fire tonight. New Jersey, at one point, at the end of the game, they are about 38 39% from the three-point line. Uh, I I do think the Bucs need to keep that percentage in the 32 or so uh, range for them to really have a shot at doing what they should do, which is win an NBA title. I do have some concerns, but I think the Bucks will make the adjustments. Remember, it's not playoff time yet. I'm not saying they're not playing hard, but I am saying that some of the rotations and the way they might play defensively might change a little bit in the playoffs to protect the three-point line just a little bit more. Not concerned yet because I know Coach Bud makes the necessary adjustments from game to game. Certainly in the playoffs, he'll make adjustments. He is Sidney Moncrief, Bucks legend, basketball Hall of Famer. He joins us after each game here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Thanks so much for coming on, and uh, we'll talk to you after the next one coming up on Thursday. Well, you guys, don't play me any flag football. I might not win that match. <laughs> they can't. Super Sid, you know you can be surprised. We throw you the jump ball, Sid. But, but, but guess what? You, all have, you have Sparky on your team, so I might have a shot. 
Well, I could, <laughs> yeah, but I'm probably the only one with a good knee still, so that's all right, though. That's true, Steve. All right, man. All right, man. All right, take care. Later. I'll see you later. Right. Yep, take Bye. care. There he is. City Bot Kareef on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. It's your passion out growing your home, a Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. I know your better than You remember he was at the it studio and it just fun. gave – yeah. well, How many years that was, Steve? He was walking and just gave out on him. Yeah. <laughs> that's been – like every year since I've known Gary, that happens at least once. Yeah, my boy got a good knee now, though. He good. Yeah, and if the I'm other one good. goes, he's not having it touched, no matter no, what. No, no matter what. No matter uh, what. Gary learned his lesson. Hey, and you can learn your lesson as well. When the Bucks so win, you win with Wendy's new breakfast. Now they didn't win today, but when the Bucks win, stop by any participating Wisconsin Wendy's for a free sausage or bacon biscuit or a free small frosty chino with any breakfast purchase. I like the chocolate one myself. I like chocolate ice cream. This offer is only good for 24 hours after each Bucks win, so act fast. Again, when the Bucks win, stop by any participating Wisconsin Wendy's for a free sausage or bacon biscuit or a free small Frosty Chino with any breakfast purchase. Those potatoes, very good. When the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's. Was it a dunk? Was it a key basket in transition? Was it a spectacular play down the lane? It's time for the Wrench and Go Drive of the Game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest price auto parts around. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, so the Bucks come up on the losing end this afternoon to the Brooklyn Nets, 119-116. If you're just tuning in going, okay, so wait a second. It's the middle of the afternoon. What the heck? Yeah, well, the Bucks played at 1230. You really have to follow your Bucks schedule because if you don't, you're going to miss basketball games or miss recording them on your DVR, let's say, if you have uh, DirecTV like myself. Uh, during the course of the afternoon if you can't watch them while you're at work because us here in radio, we're kind of spoiled that way. We can still watch our sports while we're on the air uh, doing our shows or before our show, so we're on it. So heads up, because coming up on Thursday, now they play a 3 o'clock game against the Miami Heat Thursday afternoon, and it will be another situation where the postgame show meets the big show, except not as much necessarily. Joe will be hosting for me tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday. Uh, I won't be here, but Joe will be here on Thursday. So that game will end around 5.20 or so, uh, and then they'll take it up to about 6 o'clock and then right up to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show with Tim Allen uh, coming up on Thursday evening. So the Bucks uh, lose 119-116. to 116. Drive of the game. This is what executive producer Dan Plucker picked from Fox Sports Wisconsin. He got a shot of the football. Now with 10 made threes. Cabarro just has no chance. Giannis, nice job. Little shake left, getting lean in that direction. Ole. Ole, there you go. The highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin, your drive of the game. Are you frustrated that the Bucks starters didn't play more minutes uh, today, or are you kind of understanding it? And what about all those turnovers that we talked about in the last segment? Chime in with Gary Leroy and myself. Let's go to KJ in West Dallas. You're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin studios. Hello, my brothers. Thanks for taking my call, Steve. You bet. Hey, uh, 
you know, uh, I, I look at this, man, uh, the overall picture, you know, from the eye test. Since they've been in the bubble, they seem to have lost something. This does not seem like the same Bucks team. I don't care if this, the Stars didn't play in the second half or not. They just don't seem to have the same type of cohesiveness. I get it. You're missing Bledsoe. You're missing Connaughton. But they both play blah, today. Blah, blah, blah. No, he talking yeah, about from day they one. He talking from day one. Yeah, yeah. But Sparky, yeah. what was the biggest problem last year and the reason why they did not beat the Raptors? They didn't have because much help. Van Vliet. No, Van Vliet. Because they couldn't defend the, the three. three. That's well, it. Van Vliet was unconscious, though. I mean, in all fairness. Coach Everybody Bud is. Does not, Coach Bud does not value the three-point line defensively. Oh, no. Correct. They I agree. Got murdered last year at the three-point yeah. line, and they yeah. might have a problem this year as well, especially when they play a team mm-hmm. like Toronto. Uh, they would rather pack in the middle and defend the middle, and there aren't that many teams that drive the ball to the basket anymore. You see most of these teams are shooting three-pointers, an exorbitant amount of three-pointers. And a lot – I mean, and, and the philosophy is if, you know, the more they shoot, the, the better chance they have uh, of making them. I mean, that, that's the way – Look at Houston. I know that's an anomaly. They shot 61 three-pointers the other night. But other teams shoot a lot of three-pointers, too, like Toronto, like the Lakers, like a lot of these other teams. I mean, you got to be able to defend the three-point line, Sparky. I, I agree with you. I don't think they care about defending the three-point line, to be honest with you. Thanks for the call. And you heard Sidney Moncrief think... there. And Sidney Moncrief said pretty much, they want to take 61 threes and hit at that clip. More speed. Godspeed to them. Let them take that many. And Jason Kidd and those guys, they they weren't all about necessarily defending the three either. Uh, they weren't really about taking the three either. They they didn't value the three-point shot one way or the other on either side of the floor. Kids crew, mm-hmm. and Mockery was a part of that. And remember, they got criticized up and down for not advancing out of the 90s, and this isn't the 90s anymore. you got to shoot 100 threes a game now in order to compete in order to win. This is the new NBA. Don't don't be archaic and live with that old-style offense, and da-da-da-da-da. They got drilled for it. So now here we sit. We take more threes than they did with Jason Kidd for sure, but the defending the three, not exactly the best. Now, as far as protecting the rim and that stuff, that that's great. And that's why we've been talking on the first two postgame shows about you know who you'd rather really play, Clippers or the Lakers, and it's Lakers all day because they don't shoot threes, and you can defend them inside with the, with the big bodies that you have. That's a far better matchup for the Bucs at this point than the Clippers are, Leroy. See, it's hard to square that circle because – you got two guys. I mean, I, I know Giannis may win um, um, defensive player of the year, but Lopez, man, that, that dude be blocking five, six shots a game. You would think you'd funnel everything down there to force it to your, and then, you know, two seven footers. Giannis seven foot, because I don't care what nobody say. I mean, his, his, he got a lot of, he got a lot of lower body. His, 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 I mean, it just built this long length, length, Gary. So why don't you force guys to get off that three and go down there and shoot it? But I know what people are saying. 
it's a high percentage shot. Let them shoot them shots out there. I mean, those are low percentage shots. But if people make them, like Van Vliet, I didn't know who he was, cause I'm serious. I thought he was Drake cousin or something, cause he, you know, I just didn't know. This guy was wide open making these threes. Then all of a sudden, Powell was making threes. Then I said, wait a minute. Then Landry making threes. Okay, that's how they're gonna try to beat the Bucks. A three guard system. Just shoot, shoot, shoot. Why not extend the defense out a little bit, Gary, and force them to go down there, and then Lopez will just block them shots. Well, they've I, got enough help. You're yeah. right about that. They can't afford yeah. I mean, you got you got Lopez. You got Giannis. Both of those guys should be good right. shot blockers. Unbelievable. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't necessarily get it either. Steve, you but need since to you're fix talking this, about, man. It's your team, man. Since you're talking you about shot blocker, the defense, and all that stuff, I'm about to do defensive play of the game. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler. Defensive play of the game as picked by Dan Plucker, our executive producer, courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Nice backdoor pick and play back Connaughton. Great pick, Connaughton. DiVincenzo. Nice steal there by Pat Connaughton. And if you watch that Rockets game the other night, probably made you sick watching the Rockets pick the pockets of the Bucks there in the first half of that game. 15 turnovers in the first half of that game the other night against the Rockets. And again, back to today with turnovers being an issue again. Now, in this case, the Bucks played their their bench pretty much the entire second half. 18 turnovers for the Bucks to just seven. Uh, for the Brooklyn Nets this afternoon. Back to the phones we go. Let's go to Mike in South Milwaukee. You're next on the fan. Good afternoon, Mike. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. Sure. Yeah, it's the turnovers is the only thing that's killing us the last two games. They've got to take care of the ball better. You know, if Giannis would have played regular minutes, we would have won the game. So right. regardless, these are all tune-up games, but you got to take care of the ball a lot better than they have been the last couple games, especially being a veteran team. I just don't like those those turnovers. They'll kill us. But how much of it do you? Everybody's going to jack up threes. That's the way the NBA is, and not everybody's going to make a, a ton of them every game. So how I'm much worried about protecting that? All right, Mike. Thanks for the call. How much of turnovers, Gary? Do you think is lack of focus? Well, still early. Um, you know, they just started back, and so. You got to get that continuity back. You got to get the style of play that you're accustomed to. And so I think that's what's going on right now. So I, for me, um, and then this game here, you played most of you know, your role players, bench players. So I don't know if you really can take a lot out of that. And I agree with Sydney. It's what I said, too. This game to me was about your bench players getting these guys some playing time and trying to get them. Uh, to play a little bit better, and and so I, it, I think right now it's just it's just too early to tell what this Bucks team is and what they look like after you know the stoppage of play. Um, you're getting Bledsoe back. Uh, I think that's going to help them out tremendously. So th- they're still putting the team together. I, you know, and I and I think if they had Bledsoe against Houston, they would have beat they would have beaten Houston. No I, doubt about I, it. I tend to agree with you, but Houston also didn't have Eric Gordon. 
So right. it's it's right. a two edged sword when it comes right. to that. Well, 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 right. But but my two edged sword is that that I think if they had Gordon and if we had Bledsoe, we win that game. Mm. <clears throat> what do you say, Leroy? <clears throat> no, cause I don't, <clears throat> no, I don't, I don't see that. I just don't. <clears throat> I mean, but I'll say this though: the Bucks didn't make no uh, wholesale changes. These guys have been playing together. I mean, Marvin Williams just joined last this year in Culver, Cal uh, Culver. But for the most part, their team is intact. So down the stretch, they should not be, you know, turning the ball over down the stretch. Right? And didn't even get a shot off. How can you not get a shot off? If you know you need a three, the coach drew up a play. Okay, but after that, it's up to the players. Somebody, and that's the George Hills of the world, is supposed to calm everybody down and take these shots or at least get a shot off. Now, again, the reason why this is significant, because I know a lot of people are saying you're overreacting, because you don't know if one of these guys, these soft tissue injuries are coming, okay? They're coming, because they're just getting their legs back after three or four months. They're coming. I mean, so you got to make sure the right guys are out there. So there is a good game for guys to get experience. But again, you got to understand that you just want to get the number one seed after that. I mean, and I think it's only fitting. And God is good. It's giving you an opportunity to put to bed that you can beat Miami in a meaningful game. Okay? That's what the buildup is for. I mean, that's a good thing about this. You know, you get a chance to kind of redeem yourself. Yourself. And you got to not turn up. You got to keep the, the turnovers against Miami to maybe 10 for the whole game. Because if you got 22 turnovers against Miami, they turn it into points. So I'm, I think the bigger thing now is the game Thursday is a bigger deal than we really think. Well, see, that, and that's the – Because the, they're like, what, four or five games behind the ball? They can't catch them. No. But it's just, it's just a mental thing that we got y'all number. We'll see y'all in the playoffs if we see you. But, see, that's just it, though. I mean, it's more – for me, I, I, it's more about their coach. It's more about Spolstra having the Bucks number. Because the Bucks they had the Bucks number last year before Jimmy Butler showed up. Yeah, he did. Uh, and now yeah, you give them a, a really good defensive player to go with it. Right. Uh, now, right now, the Bucks yeah. are sitting out there in front. Then the Raptors, Celtics are the three seed. Couple games in front of, couple, two and a half games up in front of Miami, who's the four seed. Indiana, the five seed by a game behind Miami. Philadelphia, mm-hmm. two games behind Miami for that four seed. Uh, Orlando then and ba- Brooklyn both tied at seven and eight. Uh, and then Washington's eight back. They're done. So Orlando and Brooklyn will decide amongst themselves who will be seven and who will be eight. So right now the Bucks get Orlando or Brooklyn, but then they would get the winner of the four-five matchup that could go anyway between Miami, Indiana, and Philly. One of those teams will end up in the sixth seed uh, and have to play Boston. The other two will play each other, and then the winner of that series will get the Bucks in the second round. Understand all of that? Uh, okay, good. Sure. Yeah, good. I, I knew you would. Let's go to the Sorry, injury report. Sure. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, time now to talk about who missed today's game. And the only one that was hurt uh, because of injury that didn't play was Wesley Matthews. Has some right calf soreness, according to Matt Velasquez, and he was out today. Uh, the others that did not play were coach decisions. So the only one to not play because of injury 
was Wesley Matthews out with some right calf soreness. And with that, let's eye up the enemy. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Leading the way for the Brooklyn Nets uh, this afternoon in a 119-116 victory over the Bucks. Luau Cabarro, 26 points. Three boards and an assist. Yeah, easy for me to say. 8 of 12 from the field. Five of seven from three uh, for him. Garrett Temple, 19 points, five boards, four assists, couple of block shots for him. Seven of 15 shooting, five of 11 from three-point range for him. Off the bench, 11 points uh, for Justin Anderson, the uh, former Virginia Cavalier. He was four of seven, three of five from three-point range for the Brooklyn Nets as they beat the Bucks. 119 to 116. Coming up, we will get with Matt Velasquez. Plus, we'll hear from Coach Boonholzer straight ahead here. Boone. Boone up next. Did that really just happen? It's time for the Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to genewagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, are they kidding me moment of the game? I, I think they are. Are you kidding me moment of the game for everybody is the fact that Giannis Middleton didn't play at all in the second half. Lopez was essentially a healthy scratch. That probably is the are you kidding me moment of the game. That and the fact that the Brooklyn's without their top seven players and still beat the Bucks bench. 119 to 116. Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer, Gary, Ellerson, Leroy, Butler, and you. And don't forget, Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, baby. They got commercial vehicles in now. They just got them in last month. They got Sprinter vans. They got Metris as well. Uh, our old boss built out the inside of his Mercedes-Benz Sprinter so he can take it traveling across the country. He's got a bed. It's got hot water. got like a hot plate so they can uh, cook food in the whole deal. Got a mini fridge in there. It's like a it's like a camper kind of inside of a inside of a Mercedes Benz, so you can get one of those to do that if you're interested. You could get one of them to use for your business uh, or company that you have to haul stuff around, whether maybe you're a plumber or an AC guy, whatever. All of it works inside one of these Mercedes Benz Sprinters or mattresses. Plus, they service them, uh, and you can buy them there as well. And if you're not into that, but you just want a Mercedes Benz in general, they do have zero percent financing on select cars. At Mercedes-Benz right now. Right. Zero percent is a beautiful thing. Check them out online. Mercedes-Benz of MilwaukeeNorth.com. Go see Austin Della. Mercedes-Benz of MilwaukeeNorth.com. And uh, we'll get back into the Bucks. But first, uh, Plucker's going to try and ruin my day. Yes, Dan. Well, I'm going to try to ruin your day in a different way with another Are You Kidding Me moment of the game. So Alex Schiffer, who's a reporter for The Athletic covering the Nets, said that Garrett Temple in his post-game press conference said the Nets saw the Rockets by the pool yesterday, and apparently Rockets players gave them tips on how they could beat the Bucks because they had, like, 
some sort of information on their offense or something like that. So We're Rockets so players went Here over we to Nets players at the pool. All part of being yeah. at the bubble, I guess. That's All interesting. Is there, there's no new information on how to beat the Bucks, man. It's the same information. Hey, here, here, I got some information. Hey, Garrett, do you know how you beat the Bucks? You have the MVP now playing the second half. That, and the second-best player on their team not yeah. play in the second half. Oh, go, by man. the way, too, mm-hmm. if their starting center doesn't play because they don't think they need him to beat your sorry team, that's yeah. another way uh, to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Give yeah. me a break. They saw him by the pool. Good. I'm glad you're all hanging out by the pool together. Good luck to you in your future endeavors. Uh, all right. I, I know it's a, a Buck show, but Plucker is chomping at the bit to tell us the Brewers lineup. Uh, what, what do you got for the Brewers lineup? All right, it's uh, your favorite leadoff man, Eric Sogard, shortstop. My favorite leadoff oh, guy quit and went so home. Bad. That's my favorite leadoff guy quit and went home. Lorenzo Kane done. See ya, bye bye. So he didn't quit. You, he opted out. He didn't yeah. quit. What do you mean he quit? Quit. He quit. He went home. He quit. What do you mean? Opt out. Quit. quit. Same, same thing. It's the same thing. You quit. No, that ain't. What? What are you talking about? It's the same thing, man. It's not the same thing. Oh, my God. Are you mad that he opt out? No, I'm not mad that he yes, opted out. Yes, sounds like it is. It like no, because Plunker like said my favorite leadoff guy. No, my favorite leadoff guy quit well, and went home. Word, quit. That, quit. That's the word, quit. Quit. He quit. Well, he yeah. liked those words. and He liked yeah. when you put your hand around the neck, but I don't want to say to see, you know, he likes saying that too, man. I don't know. Hitting he second is Keston Hira. Yeah, yeah, move base. on, man. This man, he's crazy, man. Third is uh, Christian <laughs> Yelich <laughs> in left field. Quit. Cleaning up is Avisel Garcia <laughs> playing center so for the second straight the day. Hey, all the time. hey, stop. I can't hear the man. Stop. Start over. Garrett just keeps talking. Go, go and start over. All right, so leading off is Eric Sogard playing short. Kestaddy is hitting second, playing second base. Christian Yelich, left field batting third. Avisel Garcia cleaning up, playing in center for the second straight day. Okay. Justin Smoke batting fifth at first base. Smoke. Sixth is Logan Morrison, DHing. Seventh, Omar Narvaez playing center field. Ben Gamble, right field, batting eighth. And to finish up the lineup, Brock Holt in the hot corner, third (laughs) base. They literally have three hitters in the lineup. Three. They have three guys. So RC is not in the lineup. No, he wouldn't count. Between uh, Morrison and Sogard, that's five straight left handed hitters. Well, that's because of who they're facing, right? So that's why you're doing it. But. So you have three guys. You have Hira, Yelich, who isn't even hitting at this point, but Hira, Yelich, and Garcia. And outside of that, the rest of it is bench guys. Man, Gamo got one of the sweetest swing swings you've seen. Come on, cuz. He's, he's, he's playing good. He's played well early on. You're correct about yeah. that. Uh, all right, so enough of that. Uh, Nats over the Bucks today, 119 to 116. We'll hear from Coach Budenholzer in a moment. We'll also hear from Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Dan in Miami, you're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. What's up, Dan? Hey, guys, appreciate the show as always. Dan, you a Heat fan, Dan? No, definitely not. In fact, I went last okay, time. Okay, I appreciate uh, Bucks, it. Yeah, last time the Bucks were in Miami, I went to the game. I called you guys outside the stadium. Oh, I do All remember right. that, yep. Yeah, that wasn't a great game, uh, <laughs> to say the least. But uh, right, right. I came up with a new psychological term. I, to, I think I got three-point envy. Three-point envy. Yeah. I, uh... Hopefully I don't have to see somebody soon for it, but I, that's going to be determined by the playoffs. But but seriously, guys, what um, – I mean, who are the consistent three-point shooters on the team? That's what I'm like – to me, they're like Hill and Corver and – Yeah, but even Hill hasn't, been, Hill hasn't been the same since well, we Lopez, came out of this break. Lopez will jack it up too now. Lopez wasn't consistent prior Lopez to this, consistent. but has been more consistent since we started. 
But I think, I, Dan, you're saying you live by the three, you're going to die by it? Well, no, I'd like to have better shooters. Look, if I'm not Oh, mistaken, okay, okay. That's what I'm saying, Leroy. I mean, I, uh, uh, okay. Miami, I think, it's, I think Miami's number one in the NBA by percentage, and Toronto's number five. And obviously those guys are in our way. Great point. I mean, and, and the other thing is, are we sure Bud's not too, like, stubborn with his three-point defense? Because, again, I'm getting bad memories of last year's Eastern Conference. Yeah. It's not going to change. It's just not going to change. They're going to defend how they defend. He's not going to change. It's no different than Bo Ryan with the Badgers. It really isn't. No, no, I think it might, Dan, I think it may change. Because you remember uh, in practice, in the scrimmages, they went to the 3-2 look, put Giannis at the top. I think they're going to break that out if they need to to extend the defense out and force everything down the Lopez to block them shots. I think they're going to do more zone in the um, playoffs. I really do. Yeah, I, playoffs, I, I, not don't the game. You think they need, don't you think they should be practicing it a little more now, or is they just saving that wrinkle for the playoffs? I think he tried it. Dan, thanks for the phone call. I always love when you call. I think he tried it in the scrimmage just to see. And he mentioned that, Boot, when they talked to him. I think he's going to pull it out in the playoffs, but not so much in the game. Because let's go, let's let's be honest. Their system works, okay? They're the number one defensive team, number one offensive team. So let's just calm that down for a minute. But I, I understand, and I'm going to give people some space about these three pointers because we've been saying this for a long time. But again, I think they rather give up a low percentage shot than give up a high percentage shot. But the reciprocal to that is, you got two shot blockers. Most teams only have one. The amazing part about this, Leroy, is that most teams, most teams, um, probably view the three-point shot as a lower percentage shot. Uh, the box. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. The, the box. You know they want to. They want you to take the mid-range shot. That's what they want you to do. Take a bunch of 15 footers. Mm-hmm. Is kind of how the Bucks approach it, but. When, when a team gets going against them, there's just wide-open guys all over the floor. And, and it's not much different than Jason Kidd. When Jason Kidd was the coach, there was wide-open shooters all over the floor from three-point range uh, in that aspect as well. And he's right in the aspect of, or you're right, Leroy, in the aspect of where they rank defensively. They're top of the league. They're doing what they do. But last year in the postseason, Van Vliet got unconscious from three, and they yes, couldn't slow it down. And then on top of that, your top three players didn't play at the top of their game in that series all together at the same time. And you were facing an MVP in his own right, and Kawhi Leonard, uh, who was absolutely destroying it uh, in that series. So now you're going to get back into this again. There's no Kawhi Leonard anymore in Toronto, but Van Vliet is still there. They still got Kyle Lowry you can get going from outside as well. You got Siakam who can play inside and get out and run in transition. So Toronto will still create issues, I am sure, uh, going forward. Mike, on the south side, you're next on the fan. Hey, how's it going? Uh, hey, who's Mike. that guy that hosted yesterday that filled in? Joe Zanzola. Joe. Yeah. Why would you disrespect that Joe like that? That's a good show. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Oh well, well he'll right. he'll be here tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday. So you have more good such shows. Such a good show, you don't know his name. Wow, Mike. No, I would have got. I'm. You know me. I like talk fast because I know you guys spend your time. Uh, yeah, we are. Oh, welcome back, time. Sparky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of wet rugs on the curbs today. Let's get to the. A lot park. of what? I don't know. A lot know. of wet rugs on the oh, curbs, yeah. carpeting. Oh, okay. He yeah, talking about Steve basement. Yeah, right. The yeah, flood. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. got it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, you Go got ahead. it. Right. Uh, yeah, there was a team. There was a team years ago, I'd say 20 years ago, yeah. named Lyola Marymount. Yeah. Bimbo Cole, St. Gathers. 
Yep. Their yeah. philosophy was, let's score 135. Yep. And when we lose, we give up 136. It worked for Golden State. I don't know if it's going to work for the Bucks. They got to do a little more defense. Do you agree? Yeah. And Extended defense. And I heard you say, I, you know, I was listening to you guys, and I missed the end of the game. They were resting Giannis and Middleton. All second yeah, half. Just, tell him, Steve, uh, how that worked. Yeah. Oh, Mike, ahead, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, go Steve, ahead, Mike. Thanks for taking the call. All right, see ya. Mike, uh, Steve, tell him real quick why Giannis them didn't play. Because you said it perfectly. They, yeah, Giannis they're and Middleton didn't. They didn't play 16 minutes, right? Well, right. But get it. Coach Boonholzer yeah. will explain it to you. And Boon. We, we might as well uh, hear what the coach has to say. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, so now time to hear from Coach Boonholzer and hear what he has to say, because I can guarantee you that uh, this came up at some point. Uh, within the press conference today as far as why Giannis and Middleton didn't play more than just uh, essentially the first half uh, of the basketball game. Let's hear what Coach Boonholzer had to say after the Bucks lose to the Nets this afternoon, 119-116. to You know, we'll have a day off tomorrow, so I think, uh, you know, for them to get out and get some conditioning, get some work in was good today. I know this is a brand-new experience, but how do you kind of decide on how to use these games? I know it can be tough. Yeah, no, I mean, I think uh, today was an opportunity for other guys to get minutes. You know, Bled and Pat are back, so it was great. You know, I think it's a huge step for us to to get those two guys back, you know, continue to to get, you know, more healthy and stay healthy. So, you know, I think um, some games, you know, that's probably more important than anything is that we stay healthy. Um, I think we'd like to be playing better, executing better, but um, no doubt having Bled, Pat back, Robin getting to play a lot of minutes, um, you know, different guys getting opportunities is uh, really valuable for us. Matt Velasquez. Yeah, but just um, when, when you look at what Bled and Pat were able to do in the limited minutes, what stood out to you today? Well, you know, I think just their energy, which is, you know, it's a hard thing to kind of quantify and even, you know, I think feel. But I think, you know, when they're on the court, um, defensively, offensively, our pace picks up in a lot of different ways, not just how fast we're going up and down the court, but how we can guard and rotate and in, in, uh, defensively, you know, how we cut and move off the ball offensively. Um, you know, so it's just one more guy that can handle the ball and attack the paint and bled. So. And I think it's great for them to be back and, and get some game reps. Zora Stevenson. Coach, you talked about the fact that a lot of different guys, especially in that second half, got more minutes than usual. What did you think maybe they did well? And then how could they have done better, especially down the stretch? Well, I think, you know, defensively, we got a little bit better as the game went on. You know, I think we had a 40-point first quarter, which is, you know, um, very poor. And 33 in the in the second, so 73 at halftime was pretty disturbing. Um, you know, I think the second half we're both in the 20s. So defensively, I thought we got better. Um, you know, the fourth quarter, I thought we got better attacking the basket, um, driving it, being the more aggressive team, not standing and holding the ball. 
Um, so it's good. You know, a lot of reps against the zone defense, which we may see, um, you know, whether it be seeding games or playoffs. So, um, you know, good for that, too. Malika Andrews. Is the roadmap for the next couple of weeks, next five, I think, proceeding games similar to what was tonight, just getting different guys' minutes staying healthy, or is it going to be again going back to the starters? No, I mean, tonight, you know, it was, or today, yeah, exactly, this afternoon, 1.30 1 p.m. start. Um, you know, I think it was our third game here. You know, I think we played three scrimmages, and we chose to play our guys in all three scrimmages. We played two, you know, seeding games, and, so it just felt like with the day game and the, the cumulative, you know, kind of workload, we track and watch, you know, how much the guys are practicing and working. Um, you know, it made sense for uh, for us to go lighter with the load on um, some guys and increase other guys' load. Uh, but, you know, I think uh, Thursday or whenever it is we play Miami, I think we'll be back to something, you know, more what I guess you'd consider normal and, um, you know, continue to build towards the start of the playoffs. He's been so, he's all heart when he's out on the floor and doing a lot of the little things. His role will likely continue to fluctuate. How do you talk to him about that? He's ready when he needs to be in, but obviously also in some games that maybe not a more, he might not have the minutes he's coming yeah, you know, Frank's in that position, you know, with our team and maybe to some degree in his career where, you know, he's he just has to be ready whenever he's needed. Um, you know, I think. I didn't speak to him specifically today, but, you know, I think you would probably have a good idea today. It would be a great opportunity for him. And, um, you know, m most games and most nights, he's probably not in the rotation, but all those guys that are in that situation continue to stay ready. He works hard. He's incredibly talented. His speed, his strength, you know, he fits us well. So, you know, we're really happy. We know we have a good player that can help us whenever we need him. There he is. There's Coach Budenholzer here on the fan after the Bucks come up on the losing end 119 to 116 up next we'll check in with matt velasquez of the milwaukee journal sentinel here on the fan this guy's on the inside after every game listen to the pick and save pro hoops post game show for the latest from js online's matt velasquez brought to you by the law offices of thomas marola divorce child custody or any other family law needs go with experience Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Sparks come up on the losing end at night, 119 to 116, actually, this afternoon, I guess. Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, and our guy Matt Velasquez from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon. Were you guys given any heads up or warning that this was coming, that they planned on letting their bench take on the Brooklyn Nets today? No, uh, not really. Uh, I know that um, you know we asked pregame you know, who would be out besides uh, Wesley Matthews, and we eventually found out that, that well, Bart didn't say. He was like, well, Bless has a right calf soreness situation, so he won't play, but they hadn't yet decided on the actives and inactives. And then right before the game, found out Brooke Lopez wasn't playing at all. Um, you know, and so, you know, the plan they had before the game was not divulged, which I'm not surprised by. Um, mm -hmm. but you know, then Giannis and Chris only played the first half, but so we expected would be limited coming back. And, uh, yeah, then it was m mostly the bench, taking on the mostly bench, you know, Brooklyn Nets and, uh, made for some riveting afternoon basketball. 
Matt, how much stock should I'm at? I apologize for this question, but how much stock should we put in these games? Uh, for the, I mean, if they blow a team out, it seems like Bucks fans are not happy. Oh, they play the easy team. They lose a game and don't play the start. Oh, they got the turnovers. So it's always going to be some kind of something negative, I guess you would say. So how much stock should Bucks fans put in this game? Or Matt, should they just say, listen, we're going to be the number one seed and just calm down? I think it's more of the latter. Um, right. They would take the Raptors literally winning out uh, and the Bucks losing out. For, for the Bucks not to be the number one seed, so it's going to happen at some point. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely think if you're going to put stock in games, I mean, there's an argument to put st- some stock in the Celtics game, put some stock in the, the Rockets game, yes. Blood, so, and kind of we're, we're missing for those, but, you know, those other teams had guys who were missing or limited. Um, you know, there's maybe some things you can take out of them. Uh, but a game like today, like, there, there's not really any stock you can put in it. I mean, when, when you have you know, the bench playing the bulk of the minutes, Giannis and Chris only playing in the first half. Granted, like, the Bucks didn't play very well when those guys were in anyway. Um, but I, I think overall, if you just look at this on its face and say, hey, if, if the Bucks had actually played their starters and wanted to win today's game, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't have won. Um, you know, and I know there's a lot of, like, you know, interested or, or talk about, oh, the, the Nets, they were 19-point underdogs, they beat the Bucks. It's like, yeah, but... It's not like they beat like the Bucks, Bucks, right? Like, right, it, right. It was, it was a very different team than you would expect. Like today, I, I mean, I can't tell fans how to feel, but I would say that I'm definitely not thinking too too deeply on, on what this game means. See, I like that. You don't try to tell Bucks how to feel. I like that. More media people should understand that fans do react a certain way. But at the end of the day, the problem is, and uh, Tony was our first caller. He had a concern, and I, I agree with him, about the turnovers, especially the ones, Matt, down the stretch. Because you got the George Hills, who, he's a seasoned season veteran, but you got a young guy, DiVincenzo, who he's, but he's gaining a lot of confidence by the coaches. Are you concerned about maybe all these turnovers the last two or three games? Yeah, I think the turnovers are a problem. I, I think regardless of who's been in the game, you know, whether it was Rockets game where it was a lot of starters, a lot of regulars, a lot of guys who play at clutch time, you know, or today, you know, even when it was the, the starters, the bench, no matter who it was, it was sloppy. Like the, mm-hmm, the Bucks were mm-hmm. throwing the ball around a little bit too much. And, you know, you can make, you could say, you could try and explain it away by saying the Rockets are a team that's very different and hard to play with the first time you play them. And the Nets had a bunch of, you know, scrappy guys playing zone and, and that's a little bit different. But at the end of the day, like, it's basketball. You know, the Bucks should be better about protecting the ball, about their decision-making uh, and, and the way that they, they take care of possessions. And so I think that's something that they'll definitely have to pay attention to and work on. They can't just, you know, be be shaken off the rust or working back into rhythm forever. They need to start showing some progress when it comes to limiting their turnovers. That's definitely uh, an issue. Was there any cause for concern uh, going back a game uh, when they lost to Houston for you? No, and I think it was a game that, you know, they they were in. They had every opportunity to win, and they they just kind of, like, dropped it. They dropped the ball at the end. They had all those turnovers. Um, you know, it's one of those games where I think it could have gone either way for a lot of the night. Houston's a really good team, um, especially since they've gone to their, their centerless uh, lineup. Uh, and so I think that it's, you know, just two really good teams playing a uh, neutral game 
uh, that, that could have gone either way. And I think it is a learning experience for, for both teams. Um, and at the same time, it's not a team that you would expect the Bucks would see again. It, it, it would be really unlikely for there to be a finals of the Bucks and the Rockets. Um, so you kind of just chalk that one up to like, well, okay, you know, not, not a great finish, um, you know, but overall like a pretty competitive, hard-fought game, and you kind of just, you know, roll with it. So, um, no, I mean, like I said before, the turnovers are a problem. Like, and they, they were a problem that game. They continue to be a problem. Uh, and they'll need to, you know, iron that out and figure out how to kind of get their offense a little bit untracked. Their shooting hasn't been great uh, when they have been getting shots off. Um, and they haven't been getting a lot of contributions outside of, like, you know, the first two games. It was, it was Giannis, Chris, and Brooke, and that was pretty much their, you know, their contributions on offense with a few guys sprinkling some things in. So they'll have to figure some of those things out. But now that they have their full team available, or at some point I guess they will when they start playing them in normal minutes, um, maybe on Thursday we can see a little bit more of what they can do, what they can be, and maybe start reading more into it then. Matt Velasquez joins us now from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel here on The Fan. Matt, the other thing, with Miami coming up and Tyler Hero and everything that goes along with the Heat, I just look at this game and say, that eh, Bucks didn't really care about this game. The Heat game, they're going to care about that game because they may face the Miami Heat uh, in the second round of the playoffs, let's say, or if they get somebody else that they may face. I think the Houston game they cared about because of the beef between Harden and Giannis and all of that, uh, that was part of it. The first game, clearly they cared about that. Is that going to be more of the deal where games they're going to pick which ones they care about and which ones they don't? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I kind of saw this coming but once the schedule came out. You didn't like, say okay. anything about this on the last post-game show. Yeah, he did. I heard him I, say I, it. He did not. He did not say, hey, yes, Yasin Milton are playing the second half next game. He did not and say that. he said they're going to play exactly 16 minutes. I, I he did not. I would have yes, remembered such a thing. You forgot, Steve. You forgot. Uh, I Go am ahead. old. A lot of gray Go ahead, man. Steve had a lot going on. <laughs> a lot of gray <laughs> Steve basement was slow. Yeah, yeah. You can't keep up with all this stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I did say is that I the Journal Central Bucks podcast. I'll gas that up a little bit. There you go. A while ago, I said there there are two games on the schedule that I, I can't imagine they, they care too much about. It's this game and the game against yeah. the Wizards. Exactly. There's nothing, you know, those teams exactly. are not good, and they're going to take those opportunities to rest guys. They have you know, a right. tough stretch of games coming up, you know, starting with the, with the Heat. they got the Mavs. they got the Raptors. Like, those games are against good teams. I think they're going to really want to like, show up for and like, be competitive mm. in and, and try and win. But these games, like, you don't want to play Giannis and Chris Middleton you know, and your starters, Brooke Lopez, you don't want to play them in every game. You don't want to risk them, you know, for, and for what? Like, you're going to be the one seed, so you're not going to play them all the time. So which games are you going to pick to rest, guys? I think it makes the most sense to not play them against the teams that are the worst teams on your schedule. Uh, and so I expected they would. And I was kind of surprised, you know, that, that Giannis and Chris were, were starting, were playing. I, I know that part of the questioning in the pregame, you know, about, about who was playing, who was available, was kind of like with the understanding, like, hey, like this game – doesn't really matter so much. The team isn't as good in, in the standings as the other teams you face. Like, you know, is Bud going to do anything? And it turned out he did. It just came in a, a little bit more of a roundabout way than we were expecting. He is Matt Velasquez. Tune back is. in Thursday afternoon after the Bucks take on the Heat. We'll have him back on one more time. Joe Zanzola will be filling in for me on Thursday. Matt, thank you so much.
Thanks a lot, Matt. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. You betcha, Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal. Settle on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline as your passion on growing your home. Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit greatmidwestbank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. And how about Mercedes-Benz of MilwaukeeNorth.com? Have you checked out their website? Have you checked out all the different vehicles you can get? Some of those vehicles you can get, you can get for 0% financing right now. As Gary called it earlier in the show, it's free money. Take advantage of the 0% financing they have right now on select cars. Plus, they've added commercial vehicles to their inventory. So now if you're a a business or somebody that wants to get out on the road and and travel around the country, you and your wife, or maybe you're retired like our boss was, uh, our former boss, you can get a Sprinter, a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, a Mercedes-Benz Metris, and do just that. Either use it for your, your business to haul stuff around in or... Uh, sit there and remodel the inside of it and build it out and put hot water in and, and put maybe a, a hot plate or a stove in there, a mini stove or a mini fridge or whatever. It is a new hip thing to do for people that want to travel and save money. So make sure to take advantage of it. They service them, uh, and you can also buy them there, Mercedes-Benz of MilwaukeeNorth.com. Again, Mercedes-Benz of MilwaukeeNorth.com. Trail on the north side, you're next here on The Fan. What's up? All right, what's going on with you, gentlemen? You tell us. What's up, my brother? Um, I said yesterday that um, I think that was yesterday after the Houston game, the day before yesterday. No, that was yesterday on the big show. That I wasn't concerned, but that three point defense, I am concerned about it because it seems like teams are are comfortable with the Bucks defense and they know where the spots is at. And if you can find a way to make that offense a little herky-jerky and then you get hot from the three-point, you put yourself in a good position to beat them. So I am concerned about that, and that brings me back to Bud. Uh, Bud is a great coach, but the one knock on Bud is that he refuses to adjust when he when he has to. He's so stubborn. He says his way is going to work all the time. And you see coaches like Nick Nurse, and he's getting all this respect, which he deserves, because he's trying things. Eric Foster, he he's always been a guy that would try things to make the uh, opposing team be uncomfortable. So I'm hoping that uh, I don't care if it's in spurts or what, that we get away from that man-to-man defense sometimes and play uh, zone if that's what helps mm-hmm. with the matchup. Mm-hmm. Because um, – I think he's going to need to make those subtle adjustments in some series. I don't know what series it is, but it's going to be a series that if he doesn't make an adjustment, it can cost us. And that's the only thing that I really have. Um, I'm, I'm not concerned about Giannis. I'm not concerned about the other players because I don't think there's really a team in the Eastern Conference that can make us pay from our players not being there. But from a coaching standpoint, I think this is a big a big uh, postseason for Budenholzer. But is it really? Nothing's happening to them. If they go and they lose in the Eastern Conference Finals again, they're not getting rid of Boonholzer. There's no pressure on Boonholzer. No, He's here as long they're as he not. wants to be here. The only chance they have of, of Boonholzer leaving is if he quits on them like he quit on the Hawks if Giannis leaves and decides he doesn't want to be here or, anymore. Or if they lose in the first round, there'll be some pressure the, the, the following year, which will be next year. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah that coach could be. of the year. I mean, back no to pressure. back coach of the year. I just, I don't, yeah, I don't but, know. But no, yeah. but if you get bounced in the first round, that's cause for concern. Trail, That's thanks. not going to happen. Right. Trail, thanks for the call. All right, well, let's... Uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. All right, let's yeah. uh, go inside the locker room now and hear from Eric Bledsoe. 
diving into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Brought to you by the Granville Business Improvement District. The Granville Connection is opening soon. Go to granvillebusiness.org to see how your small business can be a part of it. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, time to go inside the locker room. Bucks lose 119-116. Still time for you to jump aboard. Talk about the Bucks game tonight on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post-game show. Remember Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. And uh, Eric Bledsoe made his return to the court today, as did Pat Connaughton. Bledsoe gets 18 minutes of run today, one of five from the field for Bledsoe, one of three from three, five of six from the line, eight points, couple of boards, four assists, a couple of turnovers for Eric Bledsoe, and he spoke after the game, courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Uh, I thought I played pretty well. You know, I had you know, a couple of carries on my week, but, you know, I was not going to play pretty well out there. You know, I took the shots that you know, I normally take when I was playing, uh, drive, kick, you know, stuff I normally do. You know, I felt good, but, you know, the first couple of minutes, I was kind of windy. I was going to be good for myself. Do Matt Velasquez? You know, you guys over the past couple of years have been a team that have prided yourself uh, on not losing multiple games in a row. Obviously today, you know, the plan was to to have guys rest and not play as much. But what can you guys take out of the, the situation that you guys, you know, were in today and, and the situation you guys are in now? We got to move on. You know, things like this happen. It happens last year. You know, uh, everybody, no, no one's perfect. You know, we got a great team and no one's perfect. Uh, you know, we had a big fallout tonight. You know, he's you know, part of you know, you know what we got going on, and we just got to move on and focus on you know, our next opponent. Eric, name. So there is Eric Bledsoe after the game uh, today. As the Bucks lose one nineteen to one sixteen. Time now for the X Factor of the game. Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. All right, so the X Factor of the game, I don't know what Gary and Leroy think. My X Factor of the game, Leroy, is the fact that they sat Lopez the whole game and sat Giannis and Middleton in the second half of those three play the full game. There's no way the Nets win this game, I don't think. What? No question. But I think the X Factor for me is that he played so many guys. You got to get these guys some experience down the stretch. You never know some of these soft tissue injuries come up. Uh, and Gary indicated this earlier that Giannis and some of these other guys, even around the league, some of these stars have been playing a lot of minutes into the into the 30s, 30, 34 minutes. I think now is the time that Bud and his staff said we need to rest our top guys when teams are not really they're like a, a glorified AAU team. Sit them out. Get them ready for Miami. They got a day off tomorrow. They'll beat Miami. They'll be the number one seed, and they'll look at these games as Bledsoe just said, nobody's really going to be perfect. You know, although some teams are playing a lot better, but I would also say I would not panic. I didn't panic after the Houston game, but there's some things that the coaches are going to bring up 
when they, the players are off, but the coaches won't be. And they're trying to fix it because they don't want teams to think there's a, a formula on how you beat the Bucks. Because teams know that. They know, but they don't have the personnel to pretty much stop them. Gary, what would be your X Factor? Well, what would be Kyle Corvin? I don't know how many points he finished with, 11 or 13 points. I think yep. you're going to need Kyle Corvin down the stretch. And then we talked a little bit. Uh, about uh, Sidney Moncrief, about him, and Sidney says he slowed up a little bit. But I think once they get everybody together, I think you'll see mm-hmm. his shots uh, will become a little bit more open than than it was when. Because when he was playing today, they know to run at him because he was really the only threat that they yep. had out there on the three-point line. I think that loosens up a little bit more when he's in the lineup with Bledsoe, with Giannis, with Middleton. I think he become now maybe the fourth options, and he'll be able to knock down some big shots for him. Who stood out most from tonight's game? Who will they be talking about tomorrow? It's time for today's MVB of the game. Brought to you by Chevrolet. Check out the all-new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or at WisconsinDrivesChevy.com. It's the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show on The Fan. All right, time for the MVB of the game. Now the leading score in the game today was Giannis, even with just 16 minutes. 7 of 8 from the floor, 2 of 3 from 3. 16 points, 6 boards, 4 assists, 3 turnovers for Giannis. The next leading scorer after that, Kyle Korver with 13 points and a couple of rebounds on 4 of 6 shooting, 3 of 5 from 3. 11 for Frank Mason, the third. 11 for Ursan Silva to go along with 10 rebounds and a couple of assists and a block shot in 23 minutes of action. I guess I, I, I would nominate Ursan Ilyasova for the MVB of the game. What say you, Leroy Butler? Ooh. Hmm. Oh, DiVincenzo mm-hmm. also had 11. 5 of 10, 4 yeah, boards, 6 assists. What, what did Corver have, yeah. Steve? 13 he points, 13, 2 boards. 13 points. Yeah. He would probably be, because he had that corner 3. I want to give it to uh, DJ Wilson because he had a couple of dunks. He had a big he three. Did. Yep. As well, and you know they're gonna need for him to be an energy guy. So you know I'm gonna be a nice guy and give it to Wilson. All righty. And what do you say, Gary Ellerson? Corver, Kyle Corver for you. So three MVBs today. That's highly unusual. That never happens. But since we have all three of us, we can do. Does what he we look want. like Austin Kutcher to you guys, or just just me? Uh, just, you. just you. Just you. It's okay just though. You. Everybody's does, eyes man. are different. Yeah. 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 Just you. It's okay. All right. It's okay. okay. Just you. It's all right. Gary has, Gary has said some outlandish things, too, about what people look like. So, yeah. <laughs> But, Steve, he has not even been the same race. Hey, who, did you, compare, who did you compare <laughs> our old promo guy, Will Fuentes, to? Wasn't it Carmelo? Yeah, it looked like Yeah, Carmelo. thank you. Yeah. See, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was it. Not even the same. No. I mean, no. You got to go look at it. <laughs> we did look at it, and yeah. that was brutal. Yeah, it looked just like. He sounded like Trump. You gotta go look yeah. at it. Yeah, take look a look. look. Uh, all right, so <laughs> take a look at this. The, the Bucks going down, going down. Bucks lose one nineteen to one sixteen to the Brooklyn Nets. That'll do it for the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North, live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler. Wendy's Big Show continues coming up next. Talking about your Green Bay Packers. Will Rodgers and the Packers timeline match up? That's the question on the table coming up next. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Also still to come, Mike Clemens 
Uh, our embedded Green and Gold reporter will join us one hour from right now at 5.35. But first, Gary will tell us about the Jewelry Center. We'll talk about good friends over at the Jewelry Center and my good friend Dean Murray, 76 and Layton, Layton Plaza, uh, in Brookfield off of Blue Mile Road and Tri-City National Bank Building, a third location for you folks in Burlington, Wisconsin. Guys, you want to get the most money for your old gold of jewelry, then it's going to be the Jewelry Center. You get cash money. Walk right in the day. Give it right to you. And if you're looking for that perfect diamond ring for your significant other, well, you're going to get the best price at the Jewelry Center. Guys, what I'm trying to do is stop you guys from going shopping around. If you got time to go shop around, go do that. You got to wear a mask in each and every store that you go in. So I'm just trying to cut all the middle stuff out. Guys, go see my good friend today at the Jewelry Center. Ask for Dean Murray. When you walk in the store, ask for Dean Murray. And you got to say, if you want that biggest discount, you got to say, Gary Ellison sent you or the boys from the Big Show sent you. Guys, go see him today. That is the Jury Center. The owner is Dean Murray. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 